0: The Country Sport away. Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Colliers Rural and Agribusiness. Profit from the best advice. Colliersrural.co.nz. Joining us on the show, Aaron Darman will be getting set now to pack his bags, get ready to uh, hit the road for the uh, countdown to the election because it was it was break up the, the last day of school yesterday, Aaron. Good morning.
1: Yeah, it was. Ding, ding, ding. The uh, school bell went. And, uh, yeah, you're right. Here I am packing my bags, popping my mic in my uh, computer bag, and and soon we're off. Um, But, yeah, boy, oh, boy, it, it certainly feels like it's been a long time coming. And I have said to a couple of my colleagues over the last few weeks, you know what, we could probably just stop now and hit the campaign straight away because I don't think what the politicians have been saying over the last couple of weeks will probably change over the next six weeks. It was pretty raucous in the House yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, sort of uncharacteristically so. I mean, we're we're used to the raucous behaviour from the MPs, but in the public gallery, a a couple of Greenpeace protesters sort of hijacked the end of question time, and one of climate change minister James Shaw's, what was meant to be a patsy question to kind of demonstrate, oh, you know, the Greens have have really pushed a lot of action over the last term, and, and now they want to do more. That was completely gazumped by these protesters who uh, threw a, a banner of saying no more cows, uh, a big pink banner, uh, kind of hanging off the public gallery. Speaker Adrian Rudafi was very much displeased, told them to get out and uh, and then they were given a talking to by security uh, and, and, and basically booted out of the building. And it's uh, one of those things that, to be honest, you don't see that often in the debating chamber. And uh, after that, the MPs kept up the, the high energy and the the heckling back and forth uh, as we went through the final question time. And then, of course, the final adjournment debate, which is always an interesting uh, one because everyone tries to leave a last couple of uh, things on the table just to really jab at the opposition or jab at the government. And, uh, you know, for example, Chris Luxon, he made a joke about when he was interrupted earlier this week by a freedoms NZ candidate, I'm sure you saw it, uh, in that press conference, Mm -hmm. started over the fence, kind of peeked over and said, oh, you know, um, why are you not not, uh, talking to us? Why are you not coming down to South Auckland? And he then joked in his speech, look, quote, at one of my press conferences earlier this week, I was interrupted by someone who didn't agree with our policies. I'll just say the last time this happened to Chris Hipkins, it was in fact the Revenue Minister, David Parker, of course, (laughs) referencing when David Parker didn't agree Agree with Hipkins move on taxes. So it was that kind of political back and forth. Um, and you can expect much more of that uh, over, the, over the coming weeks. The big talking point during
0: the week was the Nats tax plan, wasn't it? And it was almost a he said, she said with the, you know, the, the Nats coming up with their tax plan and then Labour saying it's a lot of rubbish. They won't be able to make it pay. So that's been a big talking point.
1: Yeah, and he said, she said, will really uh, benefit, I think, National. Because National's come out, they've detonated, so to, so to speak, this $14.6 billion tax bond saying, you know, we, we're going to slash tax, we're going to change those income brackets, and we're going to put more cash in your back pocket, particularly if you're in what they're calling the so-called squeezed middle. So really important here is they're not necessarily focusing on, the low-income Kiwis, but they're focusing on those that now feel like low-income Kiwis because of uh, rising costs, because of inflation, and they're kind of trying to give them a bit of a leg up. Like I say, it's an expensive policy. They're looking at, uh, you know, controversially to some, uh, allowing foreign buyers to yeah, pay, pay a tax once they purchase homes in New Zealand, but only properties worth more than $2 million. But that kind of reverses the foreign buyer ban. That type of stuff, uh, Labor's trying to poke holes in saying, The numbers just don't add up. The profit that National is claiming will be made out of this simply won't exist. But here's the thing. It's a politically smart move. Even Grant Robertson this week admitted to us, yeah, everyone wants a bit more cash in their wallet. And as long as it's a he said, she said, as long as there's no cold, hard numbers and facts, and it's just based on assumptions that Labour can bring to the table, National will be able to ride this out and again, I've spoken to a couple of my colleagues, to a couple of experts, and perhaps it's not economically the most feasible or smart policy if you're really looking at the numbers, but it could be a vote winner.
0: So when you look at it all now, October 14th, it's not long to go to October 14th, so all those MPs or wannabe MPs uh, are now on the road, there'll be debates, there'll be all sorts of things between now and October 14th, won't there?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and it's going to be a total ride. I mean, we have for a for a long time talked about how tight this election will be. My understanding is a lot of the internal polling of a lot of the big parties is still uh it's still pretty tight. The numbers are still pretty close. Even though we saw that one news poll just the other week, 29% Labor. Chris Hipkins also this week admitting to News Talk it. that uh, you know their own internal polling has had them in the past at 29%. They'll be hoping to regain that uh, over the coming month and a half. But look, all eyes now on October 14, obviously we have those TV debates, which will be a cracking uh, spectacle of Chris v. Chris and exactly how that will play out and whether or not Luxon can step up in the political arena. Well, that's an open question. I I plan to be following uh, national leader Chris Luxon and I think it'll be night and day with when I was following Judith Collins uh, in 2020. Yeah, I think get it's ready, going to be get cool. ready, BK. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Strap yourself in for the ride. It's going to be an interesting one. Good to catch up, Aaron. Thanks, <laughs> Aaron Darman, joining us. News Talk Zippy's chief political reporter. I think yes, it is going to be a little bit scary. I think actually this uh, coming election with all the heckling that's going to go on, there'll be a bit of aggressiveness out there as well.